Have you ever wondered what it would actually take for you to do a nighttime routine and it actually stick? Like most nights, you know, we're not talking about every and always, but we're talking about most nights to have a routine that you did that helped trigger your brain for, we're going to go to sleep now and you can rest and you can feel good whenever you wake up in the morning instead of writing some big lofty, fun, grandiose nighttime routine down that you can't actually do because heaven only knows what's going to happen with the kids if you're going to get there on time. Like there's all these things going around on Pinterest about the right kind of nighttime routine, what kind is the right kind for moms, A to Z, doesn't matter, just go look, trust me, I have, and you're going to find things all over the gamut, but I'm here to tell you that there's a really, really simple five-minute routine that I've been doing forever. Yes, I have a longer one whenever I have more time, but without fail, I've got a five-minute go-to routine, and it all comes down to what I'm keeping on my nightstand This is such an obstacle and such a hurdle for you to truly show up for over and over and over and over again. And I know you really, really, really want to have that nighttime routine that helps you wind down, which gets you to bed on time and then helps you start your day on time. So we're going to talk about it. And it's just as simple as you getting rid of a few things off of your nightstand and putting some strategic things there instead. So let's go ahead and dive into today's episode where we're going to learn all about it. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Oh my goodness, I am so excited. Want to know why? Because tomorrow, Wednesday, April 20th, is hashtag declutter day, and we are going to do the fill a bag challenge, and it is completely free. So today's episode and the very last episode just before this, so episode 206 and episode 205, could be really, really great opportunities for you to actually put in play what you're learning here on the podcast. This means that tomorrow for the fill a bag challenge, you're just going to come over inside of the Facebook group and you're going to show me your full bag of clutter that you are going to get rid of, whether you donate it or throw away. Obviously, if it's trash, trash it. But if you could donate it, donate it. And maybe it's the things that we're going to talk about you not having on your nightstand, right? Maybe those are the things and you fill a small bag awesome. Maybe it's things from your kitchen. Maybe it's things from your kid's bedroom. Maybe it's something from your entryway or your garage or your closet or underneath your kitchen sink. Like it doesn't matter. Maybe it's just like a bunch of stuff from all over the whole house and you just walk through the whole house and you find all of the things and you just put them in the bag. Haven't used it, haven't touched it in six months to a year. Get rid of it. Have sentimental 
heartstrings attached to it, just put it to the side. I can guarantee you there are so many things laying around your house right now that you can get rid of and they may be on your nightstand and we're going to talk about that in this very episode but I want you to come over and join us inside of our Facebook group Systemize Your Life inside inside of Facebook and we are going to jam on this declutter day. I want you to experience the declutter bug. It's amazing. And when you do it in community, it's always so much better. So please come over and join us, fill a bag, take a picture of it, post it inside of the Facebook group so that I can celebrate just a little bit with you on such an incredible accomplishment of just being able to get rid of anything from your house, let alone a full bag. So what are we talking about today? Well, I am going hard with getting you into the nooks and cranny crannies of your house here in the month of April. We're really looking at this spring cleaning. I know I've got this vibe for wanting to get my house situated and in order. Summer's coming up. Kids are going to be out of school. And one of the ways that you know, I, I look to my own life for inspiration when I show up here to the podcast and the systems that I use. And I also look to the struggles that you guys are having. And one of the things that I love the most about my day is the end of my day. <laughs> I love going to bed. I love sleep. But specifically, I love what I have on my nightstand. And I love this like really quick five minute routine that I have. And, and I don't have all of this pressure to do these long, elaborate, nighttime routines that Pinterest like raves about. There's not like this miracle. I know there's like this whole thing about the miracle morning and like, yeah, there's some magic to having all of these steps in this long system for a nighttime routine. But let's be real. Like most of us can't even get our makeup off before we get into bed at nighttime because we're exhausted from doing all the things for all the people and doing all the things all day long, right? Especially if you have little kids, if you have older kids that need to be taken a thousand places, there's just a lot going on. And this five minute routine is absolutely vital. And so when I looked around and I was like, oh yeah, like I love this part of my day. I really want to talk about it. It also was really important for me to recognize that this has been a struggle for so many women inside of the academy and a lot of women that have come into our group is how do you make a nighttime routine stick? How do you actually do this? Like, I don't have any time for this. Okay, well, we can work on time blocking and we can get there and we can go through those foundational things. But we also can just look at the reality of this and say, five minutes is okay too. And you can do a lot You can do a lot in five minutes if you're prepared and if you have a system for it, (laughs) right? And a couple other things, which I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk to you about this five-minute routine. But really what gets this done for me in five minutes is what I have on my nightstand specifically and what I don't have on my nightstand, which we are really going to try and not soapbox, which you probably already know what I'm going to say. For those of you that have been around for a while, you probably do know what I'm going to say. But if you don't, you're going to have to wait a few minutes until I give you exactly the things that you're not supposed to have on your nightstand. But neither here nor there for this moment, let's talk about the 10 things that you should have on your nightstand if you want to have a quick but really impactful five minute nighttime routine. So here's what this looks like. Most nights I am not washing my face right before 
I have my nighttime routine. Like I'm getting that done with when my kids are getting ready for bed. I try and get it done earlier because if I wait, I just won't do it. Right. And so that's not part of this process, although I'm trying to get better about washing my face every night and putting my creams on since I'm, you know, getting older. It's like a thing, I guess, that women are supposed to do or something like that. (laughs) You know, learning the ways of a woman that is going to be in her 40s in a couple years, late 30s, creeping on the creeping on the old 40 line. So I say that by the time I'm really in my 40s, I'll have this down pat. And so I'm practicing right now. And you can practice with your nighttime routine too. Feel free to make any adjustments that you need to this list. This is what's working so great for me. Um, And I really do think that it will work really well for you. But there might be some things in here that you really want to do. And here, let me emphasize this. This is a five-minute routine. So some of you are going to be like, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? I'm talking about like, let's get her done because it's time for bed and we really want to get in bed and we don't just want to fall into bed without being intentional. Okay. Yet again, let's go through this list of 10. Here we are. Number one, absolutely 100% first and foremost is you need a prayer or gratitude journal on your nightstand or in the drawer next to your nightstand somewhere right there hands down has to be there. It's the number one thing. I like to put this on top of my nightstand so that it's visible. Whenever you're trying to create new habits, it's so important for them to be visible and and very easy and accessible to you. Because if it's complicated, you're already not doing it routinely. Your brain's not going to want to go to four layers deep on the bookshelf to find the thing that you're trying to do every single night. So a prayer or gratitude journal, whether that is a blank journal, whether it's a guided one, I love guided, guided any kind of journal. It doesn't matter what it is. I love it. Um, so that's what I choose to, to use is a guided one. So it asks me when I say guided, I mean, it has it's printed on the inside. It's not just like blank pages. It has specific questions. It has the date. Like mine even says like, what was the weather like today? I love it. And then it has just like a space to write. Mine actually has both a space for gratitude and a space for writing your prayers out. A space for just a couple different things. I don't, I honestly have had it for so long. It's like a pretty big book and I, for years I didn't use it, but I've been using it for a couple years now. So, um, I have no idea where I got it from. So I'm sorry. (laughs) But you could look on Amazon. You could pretty much look anywhere. Um, Target has a couple. Um, Find one that you love. I have a couple in there I've gone through. And this is just the one that I've landed on that I love. And I sit and I write in it for about two to three minutes. I get through that whole thing. And sometimes if I have a little bit more time, I'll write in it a little bit more. So number two is to have a pen on your nightstand. You have to have a pen there. The goal of this nighttime routine is for you to be able to get into your bed and not get back out and be able to do all these things, okay, within just like five minutes and then you turn off the lamp and then you're done. So you should not be getting up. And that was like my biggest pet peeve is like, I don't have this and I have to get out of bed. I have to walk over to the other side of the room. I have to find my pen, you know. And so 
over the course of like the past two years, I've perfected everything that I absolutely have to have on my darn nightstand so that I can get into bed and I'm not getting back up. Number three is chapstick. I don't know about you, but if I don't have chapstick, I get all kinds of squirrely in the middle of the night. So chapstick. Okay. Number four, I'm calling this an earring or a ring dish, a jewelry dish. I have a very, very small dish because I am not kidding you. It's either a bobby pin, a hair tie, an earring, a some my rings in the middle of the night. Sometimes I think I want to sleep with my rings on. And then in the middle of the night, I'm like, nope, no, I don't. And I want to take them off. And for so long, I was like, where do I put these things? Or like pull a bobby pin out of my hair in the middle of the night. I'm like, what the heck? You know, so I've learned to put that there. And now that I'm consistently doing my nighttime routine, like part of the quick process when I get into bed is it's like start pulling all the things off. It's like, how did this not already happen earlier when I like dressed down for bed? I always forget something. So I always have, I have just like this little dish. My brother actually got it for me at an art fair. Um, and there's like cute ones at Hobby Lobby that like have two bobby pins like on the bottom of the dish and it says like run away with me. There's like just something super small. Hobby Lobby has them. The home goods store has them. Uh, obviously Amazon has everything you could ever need in life, but get one and put it on your nightstand. Number five is a prayer or meditation stone. This has become so unbelievably vital to me. It honestly could be like the number one and the only thing that I would keep there if I had to get rid of everything else. Mm, Number 10 is pretty important too. So number five, number 10, I, I really can't live without and so it's just something for me to hold in my hand. And this is kind of like what I end my night with. It's how I keep my thoughts from drifting, especially whenever Blaine's not home and he's on shift and I'm holding down the fort by myself, you know. Um, and they make little stones that have like a thumbprint rubbed out of them already. It's like a dip in them. Mine just happens to be like this really soft wood that I can kind of rub And it just, it brings a a real sense of like focus to my thoughts and to my meditation, to my prayers. And so that's been life-changing actually. I don't know where or when I heard of that or found it, but it has been so helpful to me. So make sure that you put that one high up on your must-have list. Number six is a diffuser. Love having that on my nightstand. Sometimes I use it, sometimes I don't, but I keep my diffuser and the little oils that go with it right next to it. Um, And it's almost always full with water. And if not, number 10 on the list will do the trick, (laughs) which we'll get there. Number seven is a soft lamp. So if you don't have a lamp on your nightstand, you should for sure have a lamp, a soft, just as kind of like a real soft glow, nothing too harsh. Um, because all of the lights should be off in your room with just your nightstand lamp on. That way you can, I go over and I turn my lamp on, I turn all the lights off, I go get into bed. And then when I'm done with going through my journal, right, I can just click the light off and I'm done and I'm set and ready to go. And I don't have to get up out of bed (laughs) again. This is a part of the system. You have to do all the things in order for the system to work, right? Number eight is tissue. You need to have tissue, even if it's just a little pack. Tissues are a must have. I won't give you details on that, but it's pretty important. (laughs) And the number nine 
it's like I always need a Kleenex when I least expect it. So just have it there because it's like the number one thing that I get so upset about that I have to get up and go get is I need a darn Kleenex. Okay. Number nine is a notepad. You have to have, if it's like sticky notes, that's fine. Something to write on because when I talk about what's not on your nightstand, you'll understand why, but you have to, to write your ideas down. Things come to me as I'm drifting off to sleep and I will forget about them. And so since my pen is already there, I can just jot them down very quickly. Number 10, all oh, the beautiful number 10 is water. You must have water on your nightstand, obviously, because you're going to be thirsty in the middle of the night, like me, or first thing when you wake up in the morning, I like to be able to just get some good water in. But also sometimes I want to fill my diffuser and it's not already filled. And so I'll just open up my big thermos of water and I'll pour some in there <laughs> and put my oils in there and start it. That's what I meant earlier when I was talking about number six, which is the diffuser, is that sometimes I use number 10, which is my water to be able to fill up my little diffuser. I have, and it actually has a really soft light on it too. And I love it so, so very much. Okay. Those are the 10 things. Let me run through them really quickly. Actually, let me tell you what not to have. And then I'll go through that list one more time quickly. So what you absolutely should be getting rid of on your nightstand, 100% of the time is your cell phone. Your cell phone does not need to be on your nightstand. It should be on the other side of your room. So you know, that's why whenever you get an idea in the middle of the night, you can't grab your phone and like type it into your notes or text it to somebody that you needed to tell. Like there just should not be a phone anywhere within reach from where you're sleeping. Okay. It's, it will take your five minute routine and it will turn it into, first of all, a no routine and you will end up getting sucked in. It's such a waste of time. It's a horrible thing to put in, into your brain and in front of your brain at the end of the day. So just get rid of your cell phone. There should not be a charger either. No charger anywhere to be found. And then anything that is not one of the 10 things that I said, just try clearing it off your nightstand for a while. If you have one thing that's decorative, maybe a small plant, maybe a little picture frame, that's totally fine. But all of the extra things, all of the bottles, all of the, like whatever it might be that you have on there, not baby bottles. I mean like little like cups and extra bottles of this or, oh, I need to take this medication here or there or whatnot. You should have one spot for that. That's next to where you go regularly in the kitchen, which that's for a different podcast episode. We've talked about that. Uh, before, but clear off that nightstand. I don't want you to think about anything else. I don't want there to be any other distractions. It should be super simple and straightforward. And then any and all electronics, all electronics should be gone. Your little Fitbit things, whatever those things are called. I don't know what they're called. Your Apple watches that you have to charge. All that stuff is gone. There's none of it. It's not happening. It's not on your nightstand. Okay. And then also I know someone's going to be like, what about books? You know, I do have books that are relatively close to my nightstand. And sometimes I've strategically planned to get into bed earlier so I can have more time to read my books. But this is, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. I'm just talking about this is a five minute routine, right? So 
if you are really, really struggling to get into bed, and if you're not like me and books keep you up at night and you will just keep reading forever, that's even more of a reason to make sure that it's not on your nightstand. Schedule time to read outside of your nighttime routine block. I know I've had to because it just doesn't happen. Like this five minute routine that I do right here, it's so solid at this point. It's straight to the point. And I basically, after I've dressed down and I'm ready for bed, I, like I said, I turn out the light, I walk over, I get into bed, I have all my extra blankets and Blaine has negative blankets. It's like, why were we made to be like completely different temperatures than our spouses? It is like the strangest thing to me. Either way, I have all of the layers of blankets and he has a sheet <laughs> and I have all my pillows in all the right spot and I hop into bed grab my journal and my pen, do the thing. I dismantle all the bobby pins. I check, make sure I don't have any of my earrings on and take my rings off, put my chapstick on, use a Kleenex if I need to, um, make sure my diffuser is on and then I'm good to go. I turn out the lights, I grab my stone and that's where I'm at. Like I'm in bed and that takes me literally five minutes. And sometimes if I'm really into it and I want to journal longer, it might take me eight to 10 minutes. That's all I have for you. I cannot wait for you to come over and show me your nightstand that you've completely decluttered and you've filled a bag. Tomorrow, again, our fill a bag challenge for declutter day is happening on Wednesday, April 20th. And if you're listening to this podcast episode and it's already done and passed, still come inside. We're going to be really excited and pushing you guys to get this done inside of the Facebook group this whole week. Wednesday just happens to be the day where I really am going to be focused on I'm even doing this. I'm going to show you the bags that I'm planning on filling. I've been strategically looking around my house like I could fill a bag there. I could fill a bag there. I could fill a bag there. So I am super excited to do this right along with you. And I will see you over inside of our Facebook group for our super exciting fill a bag challenge. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.